What is up, football fans? Welcome back to another episode of Pound the Pigskin, where it's all football all the time. This is your host, Steve Hillen, along with your fellow football host, Alex Ruiz and Matt Kaczynski. Gentlemen, how are we doing tonight as we begin to talk about that underwear Olympics known as the NFL Combine? <laughs> the NFL the Underwear Olympics. I love it. I'm a combine yeah. nerd. Yeah. That's uh, that's kicking it's off. Gotten kind of uh, lame though. I have to admit, I think the combine has gotten a little stale. Well, that's why they're putting it on uh, TV and prime time and making it easier for people to watch because it had been it had been getting stale. I feel like. Well, I just think it got stale because they needed to change it up in terms of like I think we need to adapt and change what we do. Like, well, I mean, there's still certain things that scouts want to be able to see and evaluate. Let's let's face it though, most of it is all about the. The interviews, the medical stuff, you know, oh, yeah. the on-field workouts, you know, you take it or leave it. But but can we, like, can we stop doing the bench press? Nah, maybe. No. I, don't th- I, don't think, I don't think they're going to, though. So we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll I, see. I but... Yeah, no, you can't stop. You need that for, like, line evaluation. But it yeah. doesn't evaluate shit. Like, okay. Well, you know, strength at least to be able to push the man it, off of you. It mate. doesn't evaluate anything. The bench maybe, press. Maybe, so. Goes. I mean, it's not it's not anything to do with actual playing the game of football. But, I know, you know. but if we're going to do some type of weighted movement, can we at least adapt it, like change it up, like instead yeah. of a bench press of two twenty five for as many times as you can? No, like, Matt, because it's not. It's, it's not. It's about the show. Thing. It's not. It's not cross fitness. Yeah, but why can't we have them do like a deadlift or a clean and jerk? Because quite frankly, you should be able to clean and jerk if you're a football player. It's not the cross X Games fitness, okay? I'm asking for one exercise. Just one. All I'm saying is keep a weighted movement, but let's change it from the bench press to, like, a clean and jerk. They're not going to make guys put anything over their head and risk injury. Yes, you do. You, you won't have any guys do it. The weight room anyways. Yeah, I know, but they you know, won't. Guys are clean and jerking? Come on. You're telling me that's not part of NFL? Like, I mean, we know that technically NFL weight training is different because once you get to that point, it's your own job to train. But you're gonna tell me that like football players don't clean and jerk? Yeah, I'm not saying they don't. I'm just saying they won't. They won't do it at the combine. To do a deadlift, then let's get, let's do deadlifts. Yeah, I mean, I don't see, I don't Pure see strength. the, I don't see the need to change anything, and I don't see anybody caring enough to make the change. Nope. Me thing. So, it's a new thing for sure. Yeah, yeah, you assholes. I mean, <laughs> it, it is what it is. Anyway, let's uh, let's kick off the show. Like That's I diverted. We'll uh we'll get into drink of the night. We'll get into uh, some combine stuff. We'll get into some free agency strategy, um as we get into the off season. It's uh it's getting closer and closer towards you know what we like to call draft season, I guess. So at least NFL's not in a lockout. No, <laughs> NFL's not in a lockout. Baseball can't figure it out. Good thing uh there's you know March Madness around the corner. Brackets will be uh filled out here shortly. So oh. And college basketball is going to get a real big uptick in popularity. Oh, big time. I mean, it's already been madness. So <laughs> let's get into it, boys. Tonight, I just have myself a nice line kugel, um, some shandy, nothing crazy, just something different. Line kugel. Got some <laughs> I don't have anything more than a beer. Uh, I finished up all of my uh, Angry Orchard, unfortunately. I didn't realize that I drank it all. 
So I am now drinking a berry punch, truly. Okay, there you go. Yeah. What do you got there, Matt? <coughs> well, staying consistent, because I think I'm on, like, week three now. Uh, got another Terrapin Luau. All right, there you go. I mean, at least you're picking good stuff. Yeah, at least it's not non-alcoholic. Okay. There you go. Okay. <laughs> so Reasons. we uh, Reasons. we started off talking about the scouting combine. So this week, so far, it's it's just been, you know, press conferences, all that kind of stuff. The workouts start on the field tomorrow. Quarterbacks, pass catchers, you know, tight ends, wide receivers will go tomorrow. Linemen and running backs on Friday, Saturday, you got your, your, your defensive line, your linebackers Sunday, you've got your defensive backs and you'll have your special teamers. So they'll get into the workouts starting tomorrow. With that being said, is there one guy, who's the one guy you guys got at the combine who, if he blows it out of the water, his draft stock could shoot up, could be, could be a guy who's already a, a first a first round projection that really shoots up. Could be a mid round guy who who shoots up to maybe first round. Could be a sleeper that shoots up. Who's the one guy you guys think if he dominates at the combine and is impressive at the combine, his stock could rise? Uh I got I actually I'm I got two in the same position group. All right, what do you got? Um I, I'm kind of torn between Kenny Pickett and Sam Howell. All right, so you've got two quarterbacks potentially. I, I'm not high on any of the quarterbacks in this draft like we talked about last week. I just I don't see them really being like elite caliber guys that could change right with the right coaching system and the right people in place. But mm-hmm. um, I just I look. I think everybody's going into this knowing that like the quarterback prospects here, all seven of them are really just nothing to 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 write home about. So yep. they're gonna they're gonna have an extensive time with them. I think if, if those two guys really like solidify themselves this week with the combine and, and the drills and everything like that, uh, just their acumen and, and everything that goes into this, this process, I think you could actually see them shoot pretty high up into their, their draft stock and, and really be considered like a contender. All right. So you got yourself looking at Kenny Pickett and Sam Howell, Matt, who, who do you got as a potential riser coming out of this combine? So I did a defensive and I did an offensive. All right. Um, as, uh, I guess it also is going to be a big thing if he actually shows up for the combine too. Sure. Um, but, you know, I love the side note because I have a similar player. I love okay. the, uh, you know, hand size for quarterbacks. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> it just makes me laugh. One I'm of which, with you there. One of which is a guy that's in this draft who his draft stock is kind of being, you know, challenged right now. Uh-huh. Is Kenny Pickett in the hand size? Yeah. Um, no, but um, I do think Kenny Pickett is a guy that having a good combine. So you've got actually, Pickett like Alex. It's I think it's crucial for him to have a good combine because I think it's a chance for him to show his physicality. Mm-hmm. Because I think the kid could be a little bit physical in terms of how he plays the position because he played – so long at Pitt, and he did get beat up at Pitt. Let's be real, Pitt was never amazing. They had a good run last year, but Pickett, I think, can show some physicality and some physical attributes. Same thing with Sam Howell. Uh, I actually, I have to unfortunately have them together like Alex. I do think quarterbacks do get a benefit from the combine, especially now, because I think it allows the physical side to be shown, because that's what's important right now. 
You cannot just be a pure five-step drop-back quarterback anymore. You've got to have the ability to be physical out of the, you know, out of a rollout, out of the pocket. Um, but the other guy, unfortunately, there's no, like, dark horse names. Sorry to disappoint everybody. But is the big guy on defense, and that's Thibodeau. Kayvon Thibodeau, yeah. What he does, so it could be anything. If he doesn't show up for the combine, that's going to be something. If he does show up for the combine, what's the health stuff going to come back on? What's the physical attributes going to come up? We all know he's a freak. We've all seen him play. We've all watched him come off the line. But as much as I criticize the combine, the combine is great for D linemen because there are a lot of agility drills that are done in a combine that D linemen used to be miserable at that guys are getting better at. And obviously we all know one guy that kind of changed that was Aaron Donald. So Thibodeau, again, can kind of, I think, call it the naysayers because he has dropped a little bit. We know he's still going to be a top end. I don't know why he's dropped, so I'll just say that now. You what? <laughs> I, I still don't understand why he's dropped in any value anywhere. I kind of agree. That's why I think he's one of those guys that can benefit from the combine because it's like, okay, I shouldn't be dropping anyone. Anyway. Well, if he blows it out of the water you, and his stock rises, what, he could potentially rise to be conversation for a first overall pick? A hundred percent. Yeah. I think you're talking about a guy that's in a slippery slope right now. Okay. I think doesn't show up for the combine, that's going to put even more red flag, and he could drop a little bit more than what he already has. Yeah. Okay. Do I think it's warranted? No. But right, so you've got you've got Pickett just like Alex, and then the big your guy, other guy Thibodeau. is Tibbs. I did I did offensive defense. Quarterbacks are always going to get my attention in combine. I pay sure. more attention to it. Wide receiver is cool, but forty times only so much. And then D line I think is a really interesting spot. Um, position-wise, and Thibodeau's obviously, again, you, you're talking about a guy who could end up beating the number one overall pick if he blows out of water because of the concerns. So. Gotcha. All right, so I I, I went a route um, to where I picked um, one, one guy on offense and one guy on defense, uh, potential huge risers depending on how they do in the, uh, in the combine. One guy that I've got um, – I think he's he's um, borderline borderline first round, you know, end of the first round type of pick. But if he blows it up and does really well at the combine, I think he could be the third player in his position drafted in the first round. And that is Minnesota edge rusher Boya Mafe. He's a senior, <laughs> six three and a half, two fifty five. I've got him as the number thirty three prospect on my big board. Um, Definitely has explosive power, a um, little bit of weakness from the tape when it comes to defending the run. He takes some false steps on his pass rush. I I would think in terms of comparison, if he blows it out of the out of the water at the combine, you could be looking at a Rashawn Gary type of player who the Packers took in the middle of the first round um, when they took Rashawn Gary. I think Boya Mafe could be uh that type of guy if he kills it at the combine so you know you got Aiden Hudson Aiden Hutchinson you got Kayvon Thibodeau I think Mafe could potentially be the third edge taken in the draft depending on how he does at the combine my offensive guy is a wide receiver um and this guy's not going to be a first round pick but if he does really well at the combine I think he could 
surprise people and get into the day day two of the draft, meaning, you know, third round. Um, I don't see him as a second round, but maybe squeak in there as third round. And that is George Pickens, wide receiver out of Georgia. He's had some injury history. Uh, but if you look at his ball skills, um, a lot of comparison to A.J. Green, who also came out of Georgia, fittingly enough. Um, so that could be a guy, if he shows – um, good separation in his in his um, ability to get in and out of his routes. Uh, he's got elite ball skills with the ball in the air and his ability to adjust in the air, and he's a big-time red zone target. So if he does well, he could find himself potentially as high as a third-round pick. He could have a big rise. Um, so I've got Boya Mafe and George Pickens as my two potential risers at the combine. Okay, You're big on Pickens, aren't you? Who, me or Alex? Alex. Yeah. I would say, weren't you pretty big on him? Yeah. Like, didn't you have – you had him in your top five, didn't you? No, he didn't have no. the top five wide receivers. I thought you did. No. You mentioned him, I know for sure, though. Oh, I mentioned him, but I, he's not in my top five. Okay. Yeah. So I that, just remember you mentioned him, so. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll see how it goes. I mean, there's pl- there's plenty of other guys who could certainly do well. Um, and, well, we – I mean, and again, them. we talked last week. There's a lot of position groups where after the first two guys, it's – uh, just muddy water of talent. So yeah, it's anybody's guess. There's a lot of guys that could become, like you said, go from uh, kind of no, like who knows where to lock third. Basically, yeah, but like this isn't one of those drafts where it's like, oh, you could have taken this guy at this point because really you don't know what's going to happen with any of them after that. Oh no, no, hundred percent, and that's what I mean. Yeah. That's where that's where the combine actually can become important for these guys because again, it shows. So I think it's going to be a more unpredictable draft um, than we've had in, in recent le- years. Oh, I, not only in not oh, only in round one, but even even day two and day three, um, where guys may slide or where guys might rise. So it'll. Oh, be, if you're draft nerds like we are, this yeah, is you're going to you're gonna love the whole thing. You're going to love this the whole. This will be thing. a draft to watch. It's going to be. There's going to be so many times where you're like, they picked who, where, when, why. Yep. And it's going to be fantastic. It is going to be fantastic. Now, what else is going to be fantastic, at least in my opinion, is the way that free agency could potentially shape up. There have not been any franchise tags given out yet. The deadline is the 8th of March, so still six more days. So I would expect um, a barrage probably over the weekend as we get closer and closer to the deadline. Um doesn't mean every team has to do it, but you know there's going to be teams that do use the franchise tag. So my guess is that by the time we air our show next week, since it will be the ninth and the deadline will have come and gone, we'll have some news on that. But as it relates to free agency team strategies, here's how we're going to do this exercise, boys. I am going to give you a team and pose the question as to what is – team blanks biggest free agency strategy and you're going to have to provide a one sentence statement answer and it can be whatever you think their free agency strategy needs to be whether that's get under the cap whether that's sign a specific player whether it's address a specific position group whatever you think they've got to do during the salary cap period before the draft their biggest primary focus you got to answer that in one sentence so we're going to make it almost like a a game i guess sound good got it okay 
So just because I love to do things big, we are going to start off with the first team. What is the biggest free agency strategy that needs to be addressed for the New York football giants? Of course. Why why wouldn't we start there? We are starting there 100%. Absolutely. You're Joe Sheen. What's the biggest strategy you've got in free agency? Uh, I'll make mine very simple. Well, it's got to be because it's got to be a one-sentence statement. Joe Sheen needs to control the cap hit and stand up to his word of that $40 million cut that he wants. Okay. Boom. Standing up to the word of cutting 40 mil. Alex, what is the biggest FA strategy for the New York Giants? Well, you know, unfortunately, we're coming into a really shitty situation thanks to uh, Dave Gettleman. And there's your sentence. Uh, <laughs> so what we need to do is just find a way to, to tear this thing down and, and rebuild it in, in our own vision. In other words, I don't think the Giants are going to be doing a lot in free agency. All right. Fair, fair enough. So both of you kind of hinting on the fact that it needs to be a, a vision for the future and get into more of the, like Matt said, Stick to the $40 million cap hit. Like Alex said, figure out the best way to position yourself for a full rebuild moving forward. Yeah. Next trades. team. Giants will be busy in trades, I think, but not free agency. Potentially. That could be part of how they get to that $40 million, uh cut, just like you said. Yep. Next next team, we're going we're gonna to be random, so I'm going to keep you guys on your toes here, right? Oh, boy. What is the free now? This one should this one could be a layup, could be a very easy one for you. What is the free agency strategy for the New Orleans Saints? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I don't know if I did that in sentence. <laughs> uh, so I'm gonna just make it very plain and simple. I mean, they're projected to be 70 million over the cap or something. <laughs> like that. So I, I think their only concern is how do we get under that and still have enough players on the roster. Fair <laughs> enough. All right. So get under the cap with a team that you can actually field and play games with. Mine's similar. Uh, they're <laughs> Again, they're, te- they're like the Giants. I don't suspect a lot in free agency. The guys that are free agents are probably gone. Um, and I don't think they're going to pick up many people in free agency. All I mean, right. you can... now I'm going to preface this for any future answer. I'm not going to get nitty gritty in team terms of like guys that get picked up in free agency that are like a one year guy for like, you know, league minimum. Sure. Sure. Cause that's just not, that could happen with any team. Absolutely. And it, and it will happen with any team. Exactly. So, yeah. all right, fair enough. So the saints got to do some salary cap gymnastics and get under and field the team. Mm-hmm. Next team. What is the free agency strategy for the Green Bay Packers? Retaining Aaron Rodgers. All right. And Devontae Alan. Adam. Okay. Without Alan says you got to keep Rodgers and with, Adams. Without nope. costing nope. $80 million. You had one. Are, is your sentence that it's both? Yeah, it's both. They got to find my a sentence. In both of them. My sentence is focus on Adams. Worry about Rodgers second. Okay. All right, so you guys both have those guys as part of the focus, whether it's a combo or if it's one prioritized 
over the other. Either way, Green Bay's got to address the elephant in the room during free agency there before they can set themselves up for the draft. Now, you're uh, one of your favorite teams. What is the primary FA strategy for the Dallas Cowboys? Um, free agency? Yep, this is all this is all free agency to get them set up for the draft. They need to find a uh, a partner for Amari Cooper. That'll give them some kind of draft stock. So a trade they need to find a trade partner for Amari Cooper. Yep. Okay. Matt, what do you got? Yeah, it was kind of similar. Uh the only other thing I think they could possibly do. I I you know. One sentence, man. <laughs> and my that sentence re- would be restructure Tyron Smith. Well, uh, all right. Yeah, I would lean more towards Alex because I think it's the Cowboys, and that's yeah. what they do. Um, I'm just thinking like a like Jerry Reese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think they should try to find a pair for Hooker and get Hooker signed, but I don't think they'll do that. Okay, fair enough. So actually, there could be one team that'll sign their own free agents free agent. That's a little bit of a name, Malik Hooker. Yeah, that's possible. I think he's good, and I think they need secondary help still. That is true. What about the free agency strategy priority for the defending champion, L.A. Rams? Oh, boy. Convincing Aaron Donald to not retire. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, honestly, I would say they need to find a way to uh, sure up the – uh, stir up the wide receiver group. I know that they had Odell this year, but he was on a free, you know, he's on his one year deal and they've got cup, but I have, obviously he took a really big hit and that I know for a fact that will affect his play this coming season. All right. So Alex says, got to make sure that the receivers are ready to go. What do you got, Matt? Yeah, I, I, I... They're, they're going to have to do something, I think, to get some kind of draft stock. I, I, I honestly, I don't really know. what They, they don't have any picks, hardly. I, that's They don't select a player in the top 100 of the draft. Nope. I think they're going to have to find a way to get rid of a piece. They of went it. all in to win, and they did. So now I mean, it works. It. So you can't, it, it did. You, can't re- you can't regret anything, but now you got to move towards 2022. Yeah. I think. So find a way to attain draft capital. Something in that regard. I just don't know. I, I wish I had a specific player I could use because it's just it's hard to narrow it down in my opinion. Well, I mean, you'd have to go through their their players that they have on the salary cap for twenty twenty two to see what they could who they could even maneuver with. You know. I mean, so, let's see. Stafford, maybe. That's <laughs> they're well, not going to get rid of Stafford. He just not get rid up. of them, but maybe maybe that what is that that empty cap bullshit extensions that everybody was doing on contracts this last year. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. If, if Whitworth retires, his 17 million in cap comes off the books. Yep. You've got, like you said, Cooper cup and Van Jefferson has emerged. Now that means you could potentially, you're losing, you're losing Beckham. Yep. You could try to trade Robert Woods. That's 15 million on the cap right there and maybe get a, a third round pick for him. I mean, th- they're going to need to do something. You got to get creative now. It really revolves around receiving for them. 
Yeah, well, that's – I mean, Well, here's the thing. They've got Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson. Obviously, Sonny Michelle is going to be a free agent. They've you also can, got to remember, though. They've got you could move Henderson to a, a running back needy team and maybe get a third or a fourth. Well, they've got a cut cap space, too. Yeah, I know. Well, if, like I said, if Whitworth – if Whitworth retires, that's seventeen million off the books. I'll be honest. I know I got to add another sentence, even though I'm over my sentence limit here. But <laughs> yeah, you I don't think get the rate the next team. You 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 really look at it. The Rams may be in one of the tougher situations than any team in the NFL. Yeah. Well, I mean, listen. L- no draft stock, and they've got to get under the cap. I listen. That is the dice you roll to try to win Lombardi's trophy. And they so, did it. So that now this is the second stage. This is why it's hard to repeat, but you the just Rams gotta try to win one, baby. The Rams are gonna be the cautionary tale of teams going all in and it's gonna scare teams away. Yeah. Well, maybe. We'll see how it goes. I, now I don't think it will. <laughs> next I mean, dude, I hope it doesn't, because I think it would be hilarious or awesome just to watch a bunch of teams go all in and you get like Super Bowl winners randomly. I think like, I think more teams will. It could. It, it I could think teams will recognize they have a window of we're gonna we're gonna be in hell regardless next season one way or the other. Let's go as balls deep this year. Well, I actually I think what the Rams do this year will dictate what the trend will become. Maybe that is possible. If they're so, miserable because of cap issues and it's like just a shit show, no, it's gonna scare teams away. If they yeah. have some success again, it'll be the new thing. Well, I don't think they're gonna fall off a cliff. I mean, they still have the best defensive I, player in the league. I don't either, but you never know. Yeah, that is true. All right, next team, one of Matt's um, – uh, one of the teams Matt, you know, kind of actually likes a little bit. What is the top free agency strategy for the Minnesota Vikings? Mm, Currently a- sitting at $16 million <laughs> over the cap. I'll let you go first. That's another team with uh, some cap issues. and You want to know why they got cap issues right now? I'm, I'm sure you can guess before you give me your one-word answer. The cap, the cap hit for Captain Kirk is ridiculous. Forty-five million. Yeah, Ugh. can't cut him because thirty-five mil is guaranteed, and all forty-five mil would be dead money. It that's another team that's got a really shitty situation. Um, so it, you give me your one-word answer about their free agency strategy. One word or one sentence? One sentence. We change it one to one word. You get one word. No, one sentence. We can't <laughs> cut him off that much. Cap <laughs> He's got to give me something. The one word, cap hell. No. Um, yeah, pr- pretty much. I think they may have to try to find a way to uh, maneuver uh, Daniil Hunter because of the cap hit that he's going to – Yeah. you can reduce the cap hit enough that it may be a guy that you could see moved. I don't know. So don't restructure know. his deal or trade him? Honestly, it probably depends if teams are willing to bite. Yeah, I that think- is true. He All could right, be so faded out there as a quiet guy. Daniel that, Hunter, you've got. Um, yeah, I think that because obviously they're not doing anything quarterback. Yeah, they're not going to do anything receiver. They're handcuffed. They're ha- the receiving core is not going to change. No, they got too many good players there. Defensively, they don't have much room to do anything, so you're not going to see that much. All right, so you've got something involving Daniel Hunter. What do you got, Alex? Yeah. Uh, I I would say that they have to find a way to restructure Kirk Cousins' deal. Yeah. Good luck. Well, I mean, if they I, so I, I know, here's I my here's stupid. my follow up question. Agree with it, that. but like, there's there's just no justification in the contract that he has. He has not played to that level of contract. I mean, and, and so I then think do if, they if, even? So then do they do they get him for an extension then if they don't feel like he's the guy? 
Uh, they're going to have to do something. I, I just think he's overpaid. He hasn't performed at the level of the contract that he has, and the team knows it. Yeah. Now they got to figure out, because they're not going to move on from him, but now they got to figure out how to get him to work with the team so that they can be in a position to win now. Fair enough. Kirk All right. Actually, kind of holds the, the Vikings' future in his own hands. Big time. Big if time. If he allows for a restructure, yeah, we're talking a whole different conversation. Yeah, absolutely. And our conversation on the Vikings could go from being like, oh shit, this is going to be a crappy offseason to, oh my God, they could be doing some big things. Yep. All right, next uh, next team, top free agency priority, Tennessee Titans. Find a new quarterback. <laughs> Find a new quarterback. <laughs> they got Tannehill on the books. His cap hit is $38.5 million. Yep. Find so, a new quarterback. So do they need to find a a succession plan in free agency? They need to find a way to move Ryan Tannehill to a quarterback needy team that will pick up the biggest portion of his cap hit and draft a quarterback that can replace him. And okay. I'm sorry. You guys uh, know I'm not a fan of him. I think any of the quarterbacks in this draft, although not good, could do exactly what he's doing for that team. All right. Fair enough. Matt, what do you got as your sentence answer for the Titans? <laughs> Damn it. I'm going to put an asterisk on this real quick before okay. I say sentence. I am begrudgingly saying this. Leave my aside comment there. I too agree. Uh, they got to find something to do with Tannehill. Um, he's a big hit. And. and Last season, he kind of showed he's good enough, but you need a little better to win. Fair enough. What I was saying all season long that you ripped me for. Hey, <laughs> hey, 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 you got, you got to see the whole product of the season. That's all. I, I think they're going to cut Zach Cunningham at middle linebacker because it saves $10 million against the cap and it's no dead money. That's what I think. That's but, probably the most logical move. Um, huh? You know, there's a, you know, who's got a, two, two players that have a steep difference in terms of cap hit and dead money? Huh. Taylor Luan? Yeah, but they're not going to get rid of a Pro Bowl offensive tackle. Uh, we've seen teams do some dumb things. Yeah. That's a big saving, dude, and you're not having to give up, like, Derrick Henry. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I don't see them parting ways with a guy like that. But, I mean, you know, like you say, crazier things have happened. So. I don't think they should either, but. What about, boys, the team that Alex had winning the whole dang thing, the Buffalo yeah. Bills? I, I think they need to go all in and do and win now mode, to be completely honest. All right, well, then they're going to have to do some salary cap gymnastics to get under. But then if they're going in win now mode, who are they going after in free agency? Or uh, what position group? Look, I, I know a lot of people like Dawson Knox. I, I think he's good, but I, I don't think he's great. So maybe go after a tight end. I, I, I think they need to focus on 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 a free agent tight end that might be available, and and maybe one more receiver because they're I mean they're just they've got one guy. Yeah. Okay. Matt, what do you got for the Buffalo Bills? Yeah, it's a there's a colon in here or a semi a semicolon. Is that what separates a sentence in two sentences to one? That's it. I don't know. I'm not a grammar major. I'm not either. Um, you got to figure out. A little bit of cat gymnastics, but you also, like Alex said, you gotta do something receiving. Because I think the all-in move is a receiver. 
Okay. Because I don't, I mean, honestly, I think their position groups are pretty solid everywhere else. Knox, I mean, you don't have to even spend big on a tight end. In their system, they've kind of become a system. Plug and play a tight end. I'm sure it'll be fine. Okay. All right. So you guys are both kind of in agreement in terms of receiving. Got to get a receiver. Receiver, app gymnastics. All right. Next, uh, next team. What is the top FA strategy for the Atlanta Falcons? Oh, God. I just – I don't know if you can do that in a sentence. Well, you got to do your best. Now, I will give you, I guess, a little support as you uh, formulate your sentence answer here. Cap hit for Matt Ryan is $48.6 million. Yeah, exactly. I... And you can't get rid of him because it's $40 million dead money. Yeah, <sighs> I think they need to find a way to restructure his contract so he doesn't take that big of a chunk out of a team. Yeah. I, clearly, I 100% agree with clearly that. Clearly in a rebuild mode. There's yeah. there's absolutely nothing they can do. So free agency strategy, I'm sorry, restructure that piece of shit contract and look to the future. What if they restructured Ryan in a way where they had enough money to make a run at Trubisky? That would piss me off. Oh, dude, I would be so pissed off because that would be probably the smartest move a team could do. Yeah, Matt, what do you what do you got then for your answer? Uh, I would say because I'm on board. I'm on board with Alex. That was my thought: is they got to figure out a way to restructure Matt Ryan. I mean, not the team is too handicapped. I mean, so I think every asterisk. Sorry, you guys are gonna be like, why you keep going over sentence, idiot. You say after you get gotta be priority. So everything's gonna fall around if Matt Ryan can take some kind of restructure. If okay. he does, they can make movement with Grady Jarrett. He's the other guy that probably has the biggest hit that they can at least move, though. Yeah. Grady Jarrett would get a would probably get a first round pick from some teams. And quite frankly, Falcons need some help in terms of draft as well, too. Yeah. Fair like, enough. I mean, Matt, hundred percent. Like, there's no other real, actual, like, leading sentence answer than restructure Matt Ryan. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. I, I agree with both of you there. The uh, the next team on our strategy list. What is the top FA priority for the San Francisco 49ers? I think they need to address the offensive line. Okay. Address offensive line. Alex with a good one-sentence answer there. Where are you going there, Matt? <laughs> Figure out the future of Jimmy G. Figure out the Jimmy G future. Perfect. See, I I agree with both of you there because, to Alex's point, are they going to re-sign and bring back guard like in Tomlinson? Are they going to let him walk and then have a hole to fill? So I agree there. And then I agree with Matt is – is Garoppolo the guy because you made it as far as you did this year? Or do you have to tell yourself, we traded up to number three in the fucking draft to take Trey Lance. We got to put the kid on the field. So I think both of those are legit, um, legit areas well, to address. Capital implications too. Yeah, absolutely. It's it, got draft it's capital implications because there's some guys that you can't really move on from or can't move. Yeah, well, I mean, what are you going to be? What is he going to deserve, and what that contract is going like? The 49ers, yeah. they kind of screwed themselves in a way. Well, they did, but they if they get rid of Jimmy G, the cat, the dead money is only one and a half million. I was going to say, though, if they move the savings on, twenty five mil. So I would say if they move on from him, I, I personally think they're going to. 
Because I yeah. think they're really their only move. Because again, like Alex said, they need line help. No matter what they do, line help has probably got to be number one. I they know not. they need line help, man. That's why they have to stir up the line, let him walk, and make Trey Lance the starter. It could, I, I think it very well could happen. But again, I think we could combine our sentence as a two-parter. Pretty much. Next team is also out west in that division. What's the top strategy for the Arizona Cardinals? <laughs> uh, figure the shit with Kyler Murray. Yeah, whatever, whatever it is with whatever this uh, this daytime drama soap opera is with Kyler Murray. Figure it out, huh? Yeah, he he became the free agency when when he made when his agent made that statement. So yeah, all right. So we we agree. The problem pretty- is, is they really can't afford to lose him. No, yeah. hell no. So it's like, it's God no. That you talk about one of the worst teams in the league if they don't have him. I'm gonna tell. That's that's a team that's gonna have a very interesting off season. I agree. In so terms we, of going into combine and what they're looking for, we and, all agree on the obvious. There, it's got to be figure yeah. out the the Kyler Murray soap opera. Well, now. This next one's an interesting one. I'll, I'll be interested to see what one-liners you guys have for this one. Top free agency strategy for the Tampa Bay Bucks. Finding Obviously, you got Brady retiring, so that's 20 mil cap that you're getting back. Uh, no, I think they're getting – it's it's 17 yeah. mil over two years. Yeah, it's he had a guarantee if he retired that he was. That's right, he did have a guarantee. So there's still there's still a dead money hit on there. I think it's about what that is the biggest the biggest bill for them is they need to find a quarterback that can replace him. You can't tell me that they're 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 cool with who's in that room right now. No, well I agree with you there. What do you got there, Matt? Uh, Yeah, it's not really. There's not really a whole lot to go there. Uh, That's different. Uh, It's address the quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> That's the biggest hole they have. Agency, I don't see. I don't know if they would really go after a free agent quarterback, though. Do they? Do they? Do they go after Trubisky? Do they try to wheel and deal for Deshaun Watson? Do they go Jimmy after G. Marcus Mariota? Jimmy G. Yeah, Jimmy G would be the only trade, guy that I could possibly make a trade that. for Garoppolo. Maybe. Well, they. I don't. If Jimmy G ends up in Tampa, I think it's because the Niners don't resign him. I don't think the Bucks are going to go after him and have to give anything up for him. But well, uh, Gar- Garoppolo only becomes a free agent if he gets cut. The, the Niners what, have him. What I'm saying, I don't think they're going to cut him. But all right, you so, never. I mean, you never know though because look at this. So we agree though that it's it's got to be figure out the quarterback situation. Well, yeah, because yeah. they're in decent. Besides the Brady thing, their cap isn't as screwed up as some other teams. Like that's right. All right, so what about um, the top strategy for the New England Patriots? Um, I think they need to find a, a number one wide receiver. I I agree with that 100%. Uh, yeah, I think. I mean, they, they haven't had a dominant wide out one since Randy Moss. Yep. I've, so yep. think about this. Could they go after Devonta Adams? Well, I mean, that's if good. he becomes a free agent, of course they could. I That'll think, be that's dependent on Green Bay. I mean, we. I, I don't think I think Green Bay is going to screw it up. I really <laughs> maybe. I mean, Nelson Nelson Aguilar is got a um, a fourteen point eight million dollar cap hit. 
I mean, it's not good. That's the third highest on their team. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Hunter Henry's $15 million. Yep. So, I agree with Alex, though. I mean, they got to go after wide out one. Yeah. Odell. I mean, Let him go after Odell. Dude, you know, that's uh, – you say that kind of – but uh, I it, mean – Maybe. That – you I'm never know. Saying, I know Belichick, man. That is that is this that is some shit he would do. That is something he would do to almost <laughs> spite the Giants on purpose. Wow. Yeah. I no, I, I'm that. dead serious because I'm... he's matured clearly and isn't the same distraction. So perfect time to put him yeah. in New England with I know your... you hate saying that. Oh, yeah. I, I hate every fiber of my being saying that, but I can't deny what is clearly happening. Dude, put him with Mac Jones as the up and coming quarterback that needs a weapon. Boom. Yep. Yep. It sells itself in television. That is true. All right. Well, so, smart. Dude, dude, Alex just called the move a free agency. Well, <laughs> if, if it happens, that would be the call of the century. So we'll we'll see. Next uh, next team, what's their strategy? The Baltimore Ravens. Uh, apparently, they're, they think their strategy is finding a way to retain the running back behind center. So I was going to say, um, I, I have my own thoughts, but clearly Baltimore is going with Lamar Jackson as their main offseason. Yeah, it's, it seems to be it's figure out the contract extension for Lamar Jackson. People are – clearly the NFL is panicking at quarterback right now. there's no good quarterbacks. Yeah, well, no, I mean, no, 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 no. It's not that there isn't good quarterbacks. Okay, there's no good available quarterbacks. Dude, yeah. the quarterback pay threshold has gotten so absurd that it's like, what do you do? Yeah. That's Fair enough. happened. Because look at Kirk Cousins and, like, Dak Prescott. Huge-ass contracts. What are we getting in return? Yeah. So it's 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 apparent that that's what they're going to focus on is the that's extension of Lamar Jackson. Evidently. But I think that's actually probably not what they need to do. What do they need to do? They're another team that I st- somehow still can't hit on receivers. Yeah. They might have to – they might look into that as well. But, I mean, they've got – Right now, Mark Andrews at tight end is obviously an all-pro, but other than that, there's um, a lot to be desired. So that could certainly be a strategy for sure. We'll we'll see. What about this next team? You, you probably are like, eh, they don't need to do anything, or they need to they need to do something bold. But what is the free agency strategy for the Kansas City Chiefs? Uh, they. <laughs> Oh man, they they honestly look. I, they need to fix the friggin' O line. Fix the O line like they did last, like they went out in free agency last year and attempted. Yeah, attempted. So is just the re- statement there. Just continue, continue that that strategy of the O line. Uh, yeah, I mean, not to be too vanilla with the answer here, but there's really not any other way for them to go. I mean, fair enough. And for as talented as they are. A good cap space situation too, man. I yeah. mean, they they really have. I know Mahomes' cap numbers are starting to grow now, but I mean, still to be eleven million over the cap, you can get yourself a good offensive lineman at that price. So we'll we'll see. Oh, what... that's they're they're very much going to be a team that could be in the conversation of doing a, a big free agent move. It is also Andy Reid. Yeah, and you never know, man. He has a good cheesesteak, puts him in a good mood. He gets creative. Dude, well, he is one of those coaches that would try to pull for something like that and make it actually stick. He's done some moves 
in the past. Look at what he did with like Philly a couple times. Yeah, you're right. We'll see. Here's an interesting one. It's Alex's favorite team. What's the yeah. strategy in free agency for the Carolina Panthers? They need to find a quarterback. <laughs> All right. They need to find a quarterback. Beautifully, so eloquently put from Alex Ruiz. Matt, what do you got? They need to sign Sam Darn. Oh, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> They've already got his $18.5 million on the books. Yes. They got to find a weapon. They're, you can't. What are they going to do with Darnold? You said they need a quarterback, but what are they going to do? Just well, I mean, to watch well, his him. ass ride. The, I'll tell you what, he can be a serviceable backup. He he can at, be at the new age Ryan Fitzmagic, but no magic. At at, at eighteen, no magic at eighteen and million. Dude, <laughs> I'm, oh, he's still going to come in. He will still go in the camp as the quarterback. What if? What if? And I'll move on to the next team after this question. What if? The the Carolina Panthers said because they got Darnold and his eighteen point five million guaranteed, and that's dead money. So you got to keep him on the roster at least for one year, even if he's just an expensive backup. Would you straight up trade Christian McCaffrey for Deshaun Watson? Fuck no. Okay. <laughs> Please for the love of God. Just, as much as just. as much as I know, Alex would be so thoroughly entertained by that. I would. It would be the funniest shit ever, but no, don't. Okay. All right. So that I just had I had to throw out that one just to see the thought I know process. You're gonna you're gonna pose that question to a lot of different scenarios. I know you will as off season continues. Oh yeah. Hey, right now, I don't think any team should make any move for Deshaun Watson. All right. Well, I have a I have a piggyback question that, um, seeing as we've covered both of these teams already, do you trade? Saquon Barkley if to the Chiefs for a second round pick. Yes. You're getting only a second round in return? You're getting yeah. only a second rounder yep. for Saquon Barkley yep. for seven and a half mil against the cap. Yep. Alex says yes. Matt, what say you? Um, absolutely. Because you're not going to get that value from any other team for a running back who's had one good rookie season. And the chief and the Chiefs have the cap space and the desire to go all in enough to, to do that. And they have the strength and conditioning staff to keep him healthy. So Which, Alex says yes, Matt. What say you before we move on? Look, I got a Barkley jersey. I obviously don't want that to be a waste of money, but I'm saying yes. Okay. Man, Matt's still <laughs> contemplating life over there. Ah. <sighs> You get a second-round pick in this year's draft, top 65 pick for Barkley. I'm telling you. My only caveat to them doing it. Oh, my God. Hear me out. No, no, no. Hear me. No, yes or no. No, Hear me on this. Yes, we know what the Bills regime that's now the Giants regime has done. If we had – if this were coming up next year – Easy answer, and he had the same kind of production or same issue. I'd say yes in a heartbeat. Who's coming up next year? He'd already be extended. You're missing my point, but nonetheless, uh, you Bro. know what? Yes, Bro. Or as much as I love the guy, you know what? Go all in, find ways to move as many pieces for as much money as possible or draft stock as possible. Load up. You know what? Take the second round pick. All right. So the <laughs> next. Uh... 
the next team we mentioned a Deshaun Watson trade. So what is the strategy for the Houston Texans? Well, I think that they're comfortable with what they have. So my one sentence will be to find a receiver that wants to go play with Davis Mills. All right. Fair enough. Find a receiver to play with Mills. What do you got, Matt? They're clearly comfortable with who they have, so I, I, they're not going after a quarterback. That is true. I I agree with that. Yeah. Um, that what a what a weird situation the team is in. Why? Downside, they get Deshaun Watson back. Upside, they get Deshaun Watson back. I mean, <laughs> I mean not really a bad situation to be. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if somehow he manages to come back playing quarterback for you, you win. Yeah. They're they're comfortable at that position, I promise. Yeah. yeah, I actually have to agree with Alex. I think it'll be probably just, I don't know, maybe trying to find another weapon yeah, of any kind, whether that's a receiver, running back, or tight end. Fair like, enough. Really? Yeah, they got to they gotta find ways to be more explosive on offense if Davis Mills is going to have a chance. And, I mean, they're what? They've got cap space, too. So, I mean. Yeah, they do. All right, your all right, boys. Your favorite team is next. What's the strategy for the Philadelphia Eagles? They fucking burn in a trash can and never exist. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Wait, I'm sorry. Did, you, did you have that ready this to team, go? This team was a playoff team, and they have three first round picks, but they also have cap space and decisions to make in free agency. So, what are the what is the strategy they go with? Um. Go ahead, Alex. You go first on this one. Okay, like being completely honest, they're they're just right. They've got some decent talent at running back. They've got a quarterback that they think is serviceable and is just getting better. They've got some receivers that have proven they can they can get the job done. Um I, I think the biggest need for them this season, they're gonna have to find a way to stop the rush and they're gonna need to go after a real big offensive lineman. Okay, so Run defense and offensive linemen in free agency. Matt, what do you got? Yeah, I mean, I still think they need to die, but <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. I don't wish that on anybody. Bull crap. No, I'm kidding. It's Philly. No, um, yeah, I mean, they're they think they have a lot better than I think what they really do, but that's just me. Um, yeah. I think they, even though they were a playoff team, I think they are still more of a rebuild team. Um, I, I just, I'm not fascinated by their talent. So, uh, to make it easy to end this rant, uh, yeah, offensive line because that's going to be what a lot of teams are going to do who think they have the right pieces. I got you. I would say that I think that they need some linebacker help. So maybe a uh, a free agent linebacker like Dante Hightower, who's got leadership in the middle could be something that helps them out so maybe something like that why next, would you wish that upon the giants i'm not i'm not saying please i'm just saying uh next not, team we don't need that curse to happen what is the free <laughs> agency priority for the las vegas raiders mm. move marcus mariota move mariota okay uh well they that, don't they're not gonna have a problem doing that matt because he's a free agent yeah <laughs> That's I mean, why I was like, that's the move, though. No, um, I, 
I, I, I don't know. Line help probably more than offensive anything. line. Okay. Um, so maybe go after someone like Teron Armstead. They got 18 million in the cap. I see. It, it's hard to tell with some of these teams to know if they're actually going to go smart and build in trenches or if they're going to keep trying to do their trends of going. Well, first of all, we're talking about the Raiders. So That's going smart is not in their, their vocabulary or their DNA. That's kind of like my point. You know, yeah. the, the Raiders will go in. They'll try to, They'll try to, uh, you know, overpay for Andrew Norwell at guard, who's not good enough to play for the Jags. That's that's what the Raiders will do, <laughs> dude. As funny as it is, I was just looking at Norwell's name. <laughs> so yeah, <I> really... <laughs> that would be hilarious. All right, so Matt's got Matt's got offensive. Line I think offensive potential. line. I, you're gonna see it. I think you're gonna have a trend of teams that are gonna dry up the offensive line help very quickly. All right, Alex, what is uh, what's your one liner? Find a replacement for Henry Ruggs. Okay, find the replacement for Ruggs. Very, very good. I mean, I 100% agree with that. The The Raiders' wide receiving core is less than impressive. I mean, I know that they've got Waller at tight end, and I know Renfro does good things in the slot, but other than that, it's less than impressive. So Who's worse, Raiders or Baltimore? Uh, I, don't, I mean, Dang. Andrews is, a, is probably – you know, one of the top three tight ends, so I'd give the edge to Baltimore, but it ain't by much. Renfro's the poor man's cup, okay? Yeah, he's definitely the he's definitely a poor poor man's cup. Um, all right, this next one, we we're rooting for these guys, um, because they're so bad. What is the free agency strategy for the Detroit Lions? We got about twenty million, twenty million in cap space right now. What's the strategy? To actually, to actually take some kneecaps. To actually take <laughs> some kneecaps. <laughs> meaning, meaning just ca- cutting more cap space. To cry less at press conferences. There you go. Now, um, look. Obviously, they they're a team that showed that they could fight. You know, they they had it in them towards the end. I, I would say. Uh, Look, and, and a lot, I don't think a lot of people agree with me here. I, I think that they need to find a an actual quarterback. Yeah, it's tough was... with that thirty-one million cap hit with golf. Yeah, I know. Especially I, I, because it's all dead money to get rid of them. Yes, I don't know. Yeah, what do you got, Matt? What do you think? Well, they have the uh, nice advantage of having cap space. They do. They've got some cap um, space. I wonder what that's like. <laughs> yeah, right. How does such a bad team have cap space? Because <laughs> yeah, they got a lot of young players. I guess, I guess that's how. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, you know, if they weren't in a complete rebuild, I'd say go after a guy like, you know, Chandler Jones or Jerry Hughes. But they they're not in that kind of, you know, they're not that in that kind of position. They it's weird. Like, <laughs> they've got the. <laughs> after somebody big but the problem is is like it's hard to t- gauge where their talent is like they were com- yeah. well i mean their talent is not there because they, they were, still they were, didn't win a lot of games yeah but they were competitive in games so it's like yeah but i mean anybody talent. you know i mean they're all nfl players yeah but no 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 but there's talent because there's teams who are just outrightly not competitive fair enough that are bad like the Jaguars. i mean I, I i'm looking at their roster and i mean they got guys that you know you've heard of but and talk about, you know, talent, never, talent. I never I never said they're a household name talent. No, that is true. But they're competitive enough to be talented. So they got to make a smart move in free agency, whatever it is, basically. 
I, I personally don't see them doing anything big and free agent though, because A, it's yeah. the Lions, and B, free agency's handcuffed a lot of teams recently. Yeah. So, all right. What about scared. a team in their division, the Chicago Bears? Oh. <laughs> uh, they need to find a way to get Allen Robinson on a long term extension. All right, extension for Robinson from Alex. What do you got, Matt? Yeah, I'm going to just keep it simple. I, I agree. I, I think that's got to be their focal point. They've yeah, they, can, of... they can't let him get to free agency. they got to finally extend that guy. I mean, <coughs> French, franchise tagging him to death. I mean, he's the best guy that they got making plays. Well, he's still a really, really top-tier, talented receiver. That's what I'm saying. Been... And it's not like – it's not like the Bears are oozing with offensive talent. That's yeah, like it's, you know, uh, unless they can somehow find a way to. I mean, you can't, you can't, you can't screw over Justin Fields by doing that to him. They, nope. they could be a team. You never know. I don't know. I'd have to sit and look a little bit more. But spitballing here, they could be a team that could go after a trade with the Giants for Barkley, and then and then they could, but they like the combo of Montgomery and Tariq Cohen. I think they do, but I don't know. I mean, they've had that before, and then has it really done that much? Eh, well, we'll you, see. I, I, I'm with, I'm with you guys, though. I, you got to keep. You got to figure Robinson, out a way to keep Robinson long term. Yep. Next team, uh, also in the North, but in the AFC, the Cleveland Browns. What's their FA's priority? Ooh. Uh... That's that's tough, dude. They're like <laughs> like almost there, but not. Yeah. Well, trying to figure out what they're gonna have. Uh, I guess receiving. Are they <coughs> sure of their defensive line? Defense. Yeah, I would say probably. So my my one liner is make a decision on a clowny extension or let him walk. Defensive line. <laughs> yeah. All right, defensive line. We're in agreement on that, I'm guessing. The only other yeah. thing is because they've got, you know, David and Joku at tight end scheduled to be a free agent, but they already have Austin Hooper <coughs> on the hook for 13 mil. Do you pay two tight ends over 10 million like the, like the Patriots are doing, or do you let one of them go? The Browns would be a team to do it, and they actually are a team that is in a position that it wouldn't hurt them. Yeah, it wouldn't hurt him. I don't know if that's the right thing. I'd rather let Njoku walk and figure out how to keep Clowney. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll we'll see how they go there. I mean, they've got they've got some space. They're gonna have about twenty eight million give or yeah, take. Yeah, I think they so. could end up getting they can end up drafting and finding somebody on D line. Not saying that it's a surefire, but they right. could be at risk. What about <laughs> the free agency strategy for the Pittsburgh Steelers? They need to get a quarterback. Okay. Very, very simply put from Alex. Matt, what do you got? I was saying at the same time, so. Same thing? I, I, I wish I had something more spicy to add, but I really don't. Yeah, I mean, there's there's no question about it that free It agency, starts at quarterback. It does. It yeah. starts at quarterback, and right now the Steelers don't have a solution there. So that one's an easy one. Uh, the newly dubbed commies, the Washington <laughs> Commanders. <laughs> We are the commanders. Hey, bum, 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 bum. I don't know who's going to get that reference, but hopefully they do. Um, 
I don't know. There's like they've got an interesting roster of players, but they've got plenty of cap space to make something happen. I don't know really what because I haven't like pondered them specifically for that long. Yeah, but you've seen them twice a year for your entire life. You know what their roster is. Hear me. What I'm saying is. I'm just saying I don't know who they would bring in, but I think that they would do something defensive because they claim to have had the best defense going into the year, and clearly that did not pan out. Well, they're going to lose. They're going to lose longtime edge rusher Ryan Kerrigan. Do they replace him with like a a Hassan Reddick, or do they try to go all in and bring in Von Miller? Listen, they need. They need going to go quarterback. They need to find a number one quarterback to pair with wide receiver at the same time. Like there's no one and the other. They go hand in hand. This is what they do do because they don't have either. Terry McLaurin's a wide receiver too. Yes. Okay. He wide receiver one because he's the best wide receiver on that trash ass team. Fair enough. So they need a quarterback and a receiver. Yes. So they need to do like a. They need to do a trade with the Seahawks to get both Russell Wilson and DK Metcalf. I would, I would, I wouldn't even watch the Giants play this year. I would just quit. <laughs> I only mention that because the Seahawks is the next team on our free agency priority strategy. What do they have to get done? Um, God, uh, they they need to figure out a way to retain Russell Wilson. Okay. They gotta keep. They gotta keep Russ long term. Can't lose him. They've got good flexible cap space. I mean, thirty five plus mil. Yep. I think they need to get a true receiver one, and okay. an offensive line. So they need to. They need somebody better than Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. How is that? Like that's not. Can we real sentences here? <laughs> hey, that's what Matt's opinion. Putting on our team. What are you talking about? That's what that's Matt's opinion. He needs they, he thinks they need a WR one. They need a real wide receiver one. I'm not right. cr- being high. I'm not. They your what Matt DK. is saying is if it if he hits free agency, they need to go after Devontae Adams. They've got cap space, and they need to somehow convince Russell Wilson. All right, honestly, I'll tell you offensive what, line. Good, no good luck, offensive good luck line stopping that team if they've got Devontae Adams, DK Metcalf, and Tyler Lockett. Well, their offensive line would stop them. Food, man. Yeah. They need an offensive line. Actually, you know what? Number one is offensive line. Okay, offensive line. Okay. I'm done. Offensive Fair line enough. Help. There's my sentence. There it is. All right. That that brings us to an interesting team because they absolutely choked down the stretch. What is the FA strategy for the Indianapolis Colts? Do I need to say it again? <laughs> he's, he's, well, you, you gotta I mean you might as well say it briefly. They Fine. need to find a quarterback. <laughs> yep. Okay. Agree. Matt uh, also no, agrees. Honestly, like, obviously, that is a big need. I don't think that's their focus for free agency. I think they've made the decision to move on from him. Um, I, I think, honestly, with, with all jokes aside, I think that their main focus is that they need to find a WR1 legitimately. Yeah. Because they don't yeah. have any. Yeah, but couldn't they just – you don't think they could just draft the guy, honestly? No. 
Not 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 at the level that they need for somebody. Not to a win. not a wide receiver a team, right out of the gate. They have a team that can clearly compete and get to the next level and quit this year because they didn't have a receiver and they didn't have a quarterback who could do it. Did they sign Chris Godwin? Oh, that would be nice. That would be. I mean, they have the cap space. I know. That's why I'm asking you. Would that be yeah. a move? Yes. Okay. But then what are you gonna do at quarterback? They'll figure that uh, out. Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to figure that out. They've got the space whether they keep Wentz or move on from him. I mean, Godwin does seem like it could be a good landing spot. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I bring up these hypotheticals for you boys. I got to get, you know, I got to get your opinions. I got to get the brains, you know, uh, thinking. Now, the Mile High team, Denver Broncos, what's their FA priority? Oof. Uh, Well, all news out of camp is that they are are comfortable with Drew Locke behind center. Um, Well, they're comfortable with being below average then. Yeah. Um, I mean, Drew Locke. He may have a look at it, Listen, and I say that knowing full well that they are they have aggressively and and made known that they have attempted to woo Aaron Rodgers away. So, what's the likelihood that ninth overall pick from Denver, if they stay, is a QB? Um, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think very high. I, I don't think high because at that point we would know that they'd either probably have Drew Locke to comfortable with, or they got Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I, that's why I don't think quarterback position is is where they're. It's focused. not. I don't think it's their leading radar. Yeah. Okay. Although here's the thing, though, they've got plenty of talent, so it's like, where do they go? Yeah. Where? Well, that's why the that's why the question with Denver is: Are they a quarterback away? They are a quarterback away, but they're comfortable. Yeah, I, I, I have, think they are. Say, defensive line. Okay, D-line. Somebody somebody to help Bradley Chubb with the pass rush? Yep. Maybe because they've got the cap space. Go after some linebackers. Yep. Okay. Sure up, sure up the middle of the defense. I, I think linebacker definitely is – like off-ball linebacker is definitely a Probably their weakest position to address. Defense. Yeah. As a group, it's their weakest position group on defense. So yeah, and they've got the space to do it, and I think they can find a guy in free agency that can help that you don't have to break the bank for. Um, well, they've I don't also want... got skill positions already kind of covered, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I don't want Denver to get any better, but if you look at a guy like Anthony Barr from Minnesota. I mean, that's that's a guy right there. You know, Christian Kirksey from Houston, uh, Leighton Vanderesh if Dallas lets him hit free agency. I mean, there's some guys, so you never know. So. We'll see. Next team, Gang Green, the New York Jets. What's their strategy, free agency? Uh, Plenty of cap space, damn near fifty mil. Um, I think they need to go. They need to go after. Oh, this is tough. Right? Um, why? Why are they such a? Tough I have. Figure? I have one that makes perfect sense to me. Oh, I boy. think they need to go after a run game, to be completely honest. I lean that way, too. Um, so, I think here's, that... here's my one sentence. If it if both of these guys hit free agency because they've got the cap space, I think it's sign Rashad Penny and Allen Robinson. See? Poof. They're not – I mean, they're, they're, what's crazy is, like, you look at paper and you look at who's coaching them, you're like, man, they're they're not that bad of a team. Like, they have talent at almost every position group. Give, give that offense Allen Robinson and Rashad Penny. See, the reason why I say that would be an incredible boost is because def- uh, running back is where I think they really need the offensive help. Yeah. Um, yeah, you see? And then, then you can truly see 
what Zach Wilson's got when he's got some help. Yeah. So, and you got you. Those are two guys. Damn, that's a um, not bad. Big right? enough, not- big enough guys to make an impact, but quiet enough that it's not going to be an incredible distraction for Wilson, and it's not going to be like. Well, you know, I hate to admit this, but the Jets could be in a good position with what their cap space is to be able to make well, I mean, moves they like that. Make the right moves, though. That's well, what, what I'm saying, though, is they like could big. do that, but they can do that and not be the focus because clearly the Giants are still going to be the focus of New York. Yeah, I agree. All right, next, uh, next one, yeah. AFC champion oh. Cincinnati Bengals. What's their priority? Offensive line. Offensive yep. point. Short and sweet. Form. Sign we a good. About that all season long. He's going to be a damn good guard. Time. Sign a damn good tackle. It doesn't matter. Get one of them in free agency. There's going to, you know, spend the money on the line. It's not going to hurt you. You've got the cap space. So you guys both agree on offensive line. What if I gave you this combo because they've got the cap space to do it? What if the Bengals signed Brandon Scherf at right guard and Trent Brown at right tackle? They're contenders. Well, they're going to be contenders even more so than they already are. Okay, so that would be that would be the combo if I'm the Bengals GM that I'm looking at. If those guys, if those guys hit the free agency market, you're looking at a 30 year old and a 29 year old. I mean, offensive lineman can play all pro level until the 35. I think you'd be feeling pretty good in front of Burrow right there. That's my opinion. I don't want anybody in the AFC to do good except the Chargers, but that's what I would do. Speaking of the Chargers, what is their top free agency strategy? I will admit to this point, you guys have done a pretty good job with one-line answers. It's going to be repetitive, but... That's okay. Offensive line. Offensive line. Gotcha. What do you got, Alex? I'm going to say they need to find a way to keep the defense intact. All right, so you're talking about re-signing Kazir White and Uchenna Nwosu. Yep. All right, fair enough. I think that they definitely have to bring those two guys back. Um, I think they have to cut or let go of Brian Bulaga and that fourteen million cap hit. That's, and, that's where I was leading to. You're gonna yep. you're gonna cut him, so you're gonna have to find something else to plug in there. Yeah. Now they they might be able to find a better player um, in the draft at, at around the same price or draft it, but I think you got to let go of Bulaga, yeah. and then yes, that becomes a hole that you got to. Address, but Telesco's got to be aggressive in free agency. I also think that Telesco absolutely has to figure out a way, like Alex said, re-sign Kazir White at middle linebacker, re-sign Chenna Nwosu at edge, and re-sign Mike Williams at wide receiver. Yeah, I mean, Mike going to be key too because that's a safety net for Herbert. Yeah, I mean he's a big play guy, he's a safety net guy for Herbert. All right, two more teams. They're both Florida teams, boys. As we wrap up the show tonight, what is the free agency? Priority for the Jacksonville Jaguars. To build a team identity. Build a team identity. I like it. It has nothing to do with getting players. They need to get an identity and set it in stone before they fucking think about anything else. Because I like it. It's a new, different answer. It's one sentence, and it makes perfect sense. I feel bad. What do you got, Matt? You feel bad, what? I feel bad for Jags fans. Well... Uh, well, see, I'm going to say that I disagree with you on that part of it. What, I, feeling bad I, for Jags fans? No, I, I would be kind of optimistic. If Jags were my number one team, I'd be like, this is finally a time where I might be able to actually be optimistic mm-hmm. and not be misguided. They're not going to be incredible, 
but I think you're going to get a better product just by the direction they're going top down. All right. So what's your but, answer though for their strategy? I mean, they're going to have damn near 60 mil in cap space. Yep. They're in one of the better positions, I, but I, I honestly, yeah, dude, you need to pick something. I said mine. <laughs> Shit. Go after line help. Get so does that mean resign Cam Robinson or go after somebody else? I mean, you could probably fucking sign Cam Robinson and go after somebody. Well, they could, but I mean, what do you got to do? I mean, there's only five spots on the offensive line, and they've already got Brandon Linner, Jawan Taylor, and Walker Little under contract. Yeah, resign Cam Robinson. You're one offensive lineman away from building a core for at least the next five years. Okay. So you're going after the offensive line in front of T-Law, last team, Florida team. What is the free agency strategy for the Miami Dolphins? Be the stupid team to go after Deshaun Watson. No, they <laughs> they shut that down today. They shut it down today. He straight up said that we're not. There's no, no, no way in hell they're going after Deshaun Watson. Uh, uh, my one liner is resign Mike Gesicki. <laughs> as crazy as it is, like I mean, that's one team that cannot afford a tight end change. Yeah, I mean the guys. The guys a player, and he's the perfect kind of help for uh, for Tua. Well, see, actually, you lead me to my one sentence. Okay. Figure out your quarterback situation. All right. I don't know what that means because there's they've got a lot of cap space to be able to do. Who knows what? What do you got, Alex? What do the Dolphins got to do? Uh. Yeah, I would say Gusecki is probably like the one time I'm agreeing with you guys outright on a decision, but I, I think that they need to figure out the run game as well. Yeah. What if the what yeah. if the Dolphin what if the Dolphins said Giants, here's our first round pick, give us Barkley. Bye. See ya taking it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if you're getting a first round pick, you spend a first round pick on him. Yeah, I know. I mean I, I there's not a chance in hell Sheen wouldn't do that if it got offered. I I agree. I don't I don't think now, it's gonna get offered, but I had now, to give I had to give you guys the question. Now I think it's they a, have multiple first round picks. Well you already have multiple first round picks. I'm yeah. talking about the Dolphins. Oh. Don't they? Yeah. No, the Dolphin yeah, the Dolphins do. Don't they, I was say they can afford to give away a first round to get a guy like a Barkley. I know, that's why I said would you trade? Do it, Dolphins. Give us the first round. Let me be <laughs> let me be a happy, optimistic Giants fan with a lot of draft stock. It could happen. So we'll, we'll see. I mean, this is just this is just our opinions, man. So what these teams actually prioritize in free agency, we don't know. Uh, obviously, their decisions to franchise tag a player will um, certainly weigh heavily into what they prioritize throughout free agency, uh, knowing that. Next week, the decisions will have been made, and then the the new league year will start uh, soon after that in the free agency tampering period, and then uh, you know the the whirlwind that is free agency. So uh, it's going to be a fun couple of weeks. We're going to be getting news um, each and every episode upcoming, leading up to the draft. So a lot of our content the next couple of weeks is going to be really following what's going on in free agency. Um, providing any kind of draft combine and pro day uh, news. And then obviously the last few weeks leading into the draft, we get into our 
mock draft and predict the pick. So we got lots of cool stuff uh, to talk about here in the off season portion of the show. So for Alex and myself and Matt, it's been another episode of pound the pigskin where it's all football all the time. And we will see you next week.